0: As we go behind the scenes to bring you all the action from Burnley's latest Premier League campaign. Pre-match team talk, in-game commentary, post-match analysis, you name it, we've got it. We follow Paul Doyle, the man they say has revolutionised top-tier Irish football with his tiki taka style. Doyle has arrived in Lancashire ready to make a name for himself, and he's set lofty ambitions. Unlike most of the town's residents, Doyle aims to lead Burnley into Europe. But has he got what it takes? It's here, and it's live.
1: Welcome to the first instalment of Managing Without Football with Tom Giorgio and David Bond, where you get unlimited access to Burnley's first Premier League season under new manager Paul Doyle. In this episode, we have our exclusive first interview with the new gaffer and coverage of his Premier League debut against league heavyweights Manchester United. And we're lucky enough to be joined by the manager now. Thanks for taking the time to be with us today, Paul. Are you excited about today's fixture?
2: Uh, It's a pleasure. Thanks for having me, me, lads. I'm delighted to be here. It's really a dream come true. I'm delighted that the chairman has entrusted me with uh, this position of being the manager of Burnley Football Club.
0: Thanks, Paul. What's your ambition for this club? Not just this season, but the length of your six-month contract.
2: Well... Firstly, can I just say that um, aspersions within the media about the length of my contract might be a little bit unwarranted, um, but, but uh, I'll answer your question. My ambitions for this football team are sky high, David. I want to play the fable Burnley way, um, which for me has been inspired by Dutch total football in the 70s, uh, Tick Taka under Pep Guardiola, but most importantly, of course, the mid-2000s Bolton team under Sam Allardyce. And I know how important it is for the people of this town to be in Europe. And that's what I'm hoping to deliver for them.
1: Wow, lofty ambitions indeed, Paul. Um, Especially for the man that they describe as the best manager that County Mayo has ever seen. Your owners have publicly stated that avoiding relegation is the main priority. Um, How do you marry that with your own?
2: Well, I'll tell you, Tom. I've spoken to the owners. Um, They've laid out their expectations for this season. But we also discussed the fans at the same time. Because they're what's really important in this case, in my opinion. I'm here to please the fans, we're here to play football. It's an entertainment, you know, we're here for the fans. Um, So I've told the owners that these fans deserve silverware and that's what I'm going to give them. I'll tell you what, Tom, there's no cooks for staying up.
0: You claim you were the number one choice for the owners.
2: How do you respond to the rumours that
0: Roy Hodgson rejected the job before he took it on? And the rumours about Joe Kinnear.
1: Steve McLaren. Alan Pardew. Neil Warnock. Gus Poyet. Paolo Di Canio. Roberto Di
0: Matteo. And Warren Gatland.
2: Um, I mean, that's listen, you lads know as well as I do that the tabloids love a story. And let me tell you, who is taken over at Burnley Football Club is an absolutely massive story that sells newspapers. I have a lot of admiration for some of those names that you've thrown out there. But with a lot of respect, I think we all know that I was the best and right man for the job out of those names that you mentioned there.
1: Well, the owners certainly seem to think so now anyway. Uh, What's your relationship like with the owners, Paul?
2: Well, I'll tell you, Tom, I have a fantastic relationship with the owners. I've known them for a good long time now, um, around three weeks or so. Um, I've been out of work for a fair while, so I think credit to them for realising that I was the perfect fit for this job. What's the vibe in the dressing room? Is the team behind you? I'm inheriting a great bunch of lads. You know, I'm well aware of not disrupting the dressing room ethos and atmosphere. So one of my main priorities is to get the lads on side straight away with what I'm trying to build here. You know, I've spoken to both James Mee and Ben Tarkovsky and they're both proper leaders in the dressing room, you know. And they're going to be my guys. They're my eyes and ears. And I trust them and they trust me completely.
1: Speaking of inheritance and the squad, um, nobody really knows what happened surrounding Sean Dyche's departure from the football club. Do you have any comments about that?
2: Well, first off, I just want to say that Sean did a fantastic job with the side uh, and he's established them as a, a mainstay in the Premier League. Um, but I think he knew that he'd taken the club as far as he could. So I think what he did is he stood aside and let someone with a more positive vision take the club forward. Because I think you'll both know that sometimes things can get a bit stale at a football club. You just need to freshen things up, you know what I mean? You know, new some new players or a new manager. Um, also, I did hear that he might have been involved with some dodgy business in the Belarusian top tier. And that, that also might have had something to do with it.
0: Can you give us an insight into your style of play and which players you are looking to build that style around? What is the Paul Doyle style?
2: Well, David, I want to play a modern, fluid game, you know, with a, a sweeper-keeper, sweeper-centre-back, sweeper-wing-back, sweeper-false number-nines, you know, that sort of thing. I'm lucky enough to have inherited some brilliant players who I'm really open with step up. You know, Joe Hart is a lad who's got a lot of potential and I think he should be representing England in the 2020 Euros. And further up the pitch, we've got experienced lads like, you know, Robbie Cork, Jack Brady. And I know they're chomping at the bit to show their attacking flair and a more positive side.
1: And all that business surrounding your departure from your last club and the financial irregularities, all sorted now?
2: Have you, Tom, I have to say, that was all very overblown in the Belarusian press. I was just holding on to some money for someone who fancied, fancied a flutter over there. But apparently he, he couldn't be seen to be involved in any of that. Anyway, I believe it has been investigated by authorities and I'm in the clear, so let's, we, we don't need to discuss it further.
0: Thank you for your time, Paul. We look forward to speaking to you throughout the season with wall-to-wall coverage
2: and best of luck. Uh, no problem, Lance. It was great to have you uh, covering some of the behind-the-scenes stuff. Um, sometimes, <laughs> you know, will let the fans see that sometimes the results are out of the manager's hands.
1: Welcome to Turf Moor for the first game of the Premier League season where Burnley are hosting Manchester United. Quick look at the team news ahead of kickoff. Burnley starting with Joe Hart in net, Phil Bardsley, Ben Mead, James Tarkovsky and Matt Lowton at the back. Jack Cork and Ashley Westwood playing as two holding midfielders with Robbie Brady, Jeff Hendrick and Aaron Lennon just ahead of them. Jay Rodriguez is the lone, star- lone striker for today. What do we make of that team, Bondi?
0: I'd prefer you to call me by my real name, David, Tomo, but, you know, up to you. Well, what do we make of uh, Doyle's lineup here? He appears to not know his team at all, and I think they're in for a right rollicking today. And the
1: visitors, Manchester United, line up with David De Gea in net. Aaron Wan-Bissaka, Axel Tuanzebe, Victor Lindelof and Luke Shaw make up a back four. Fred and Andreas Pereira sitting just ahead of them. With Marcus Rashford, Jesse Lingard and Daniel James playing as the front-facing midfielders. Anthony Martial plays as a lone striker today. Pretty much what we expected, David.
0: Yes, pretty much what we expected. With Paul Pogba out, I expect this Manchester United team to absolutely run rampant against Burnley. We're two minutes into the new season, Tom. Is the manager under pressure? Has he lost the dressing room?
1: Well, it's hard to say, David. I think United have had all the possession early doors. But Burnley is still in this game. Anything could happen at this stage. They're just
0: about still in this game, yes.
1: Um, OK, we're 15 minutes in. United have a free kick into Burnley half. Aaron wan plays it short. And it goes back. All the way back to De Gea.
0: Opportunity wasted there for United, David. Absolutely. They're really getting into this game and I think Burnley are going to have a long day at the office. It's looking
1: that way but so far it's looking good for Doyle's men. United are struggling to break down this dogged Burnley team and they seem to have retained a lot of the tenacity of the Daish era but there's something different about this Burnley team. There's a bit of flair, there's a bit of pizzazz. What would you say to that David?
0: There is definitely flair and I'm just checking there is pizzazz as well. Dan James has got the ball out wide, he plays the ball into the box. And it's a
1: goal for Manchester United. Burnley failed to clear their lines, Marcus Rashford picks it up at the back post and puts one in, the far side of the goalkeeper. All of that good work undone by Burnley early on in this first half. What do we make, David?
0: Well, it's been coming all day. Burnley have been absolutely shocking at the back and they've failed to clear the lines and they've paid for it.
1: And I'm just looking down at the touchline now.
0: The manager looks fuming. Going
1: to our uh, touchline correspondent, Lawrence Middlemiss. What's the v- atmosphere like down there,
3: Lawrence? Oh, it's, uh, it's a pretty depressing place to be, to be honest with you. Um. Oh, and it looks like, oh, I think uh, my United just scored as well, actually.
1: Very close, Lawrence. Very close. A corner for United. Burnley failed to clear. At sixes and sevens, you could say. Ball still up in the Burnley area and Burnley managed to get a goal kick from the situation. David, what do we make of well, our first goal? And Are Burnley reeling here?
0: They're absolutely reeling. They are really struggling with this Man United team, despite not having Paul Pogba in it, and it's just not good enough, and I'm sure all the papers tomorrow will be talking about Doyle's job and whether he's up for the sap.
1: Well, we are 28 minutes into his first game of the season, David, against, you know, what is a good side in the Premier League? Do you think you're calling it a bit early there?
0: I'm not saying that I've got a bet on Doyle losing his job. I'm just saying he's not been good enough so far. And you're absolutely entitled to your opinion on that one.
1: Closing, Coming to close to the end of this first half now, Burnley good start it's got to be said you can see what the manager is trying to do here just undone by some sloppy defending something you would never have seen under Sean Dyche and United have a free kick now just on the edge of the Burnley area they put it into the box Burnley managed to clear oh they've lost it on the edge of the box it's coming back out Burnley still failing to clear their lines ball out wide and it's a second goal for Manchester United Tony Marshall unmarked in the box
0: what do we well, like it was me? coming all day, wasn't it? Coming all day, symbolic performance, shambolic performance and no wonder the manager, Doyle, says he wants to strengthen and reinforce the team and he needs to do it quickly.
1: For me, David, it's really the disorganisation here that you just would never associate with a Burnley side under Sean Dyche. Leaving a man like Anthony Marshall unmarked in the edge of your six-yard box, it's criminal defending...
0: Yeah, absolutely, you're asking for trouble and as far as I'm concerned, uh, Mr Doyle is absolutely disrespecting the Sean Dyke legacy. And just as you say that,
1: United almost score again, conceding a second goal so close to half time. Seems to put the game beyond doubt to me, David, what do you think?
0: I have to say, again, I don't have a bet on Mr Doyle losing his job, but... I think there'll be a lot of pressure on the job and he's really going to struggle. It's going to be a long season for Paul Doyle.
1: And we're at half-time now. Let's get another insight from our touchline correspondent, Lawrence Middlemiss. Lawrence, what's everyone feeling there at half-time?
3: Gentlemen, it's a horrible, wet, rainy Tuesday night here, as you both know. I think Burnley are playing a 4-3-3 formation, but the defence are very, very high. It looks like they've got overlapping fullbacks on the field. If I was a betting man, and both my estranged children know that I am, I'd say that Man United are going to win this one. But they have been coming under a lot of pressure, actually, towards the end of that half, Man United. Uh, Apparently, the Burnley fans outside have slashed the tyres and they're away coach. So you're going to have to sort that out before they leave this god-awful place. Anyway, I'll throw it back to you guys, Tom and David.
0: Thank you, Lawrence. Thank you. Well, Mr Doyle certainly has a lot of work in his hands. Certainly has a lot of work in his hands. He needs to improve the team, and he needs to improve it fast. He has talked about, in interviews, about recruiting a new chief scout who's an extensive knowledge of Chinese football. So we'll like we'll like to see what happens with that. Um, the second half is
1: about to go underway. And United with a free kick into the Burnley half. It's Andreas Pereira stood over it. He launches it into the box. Oh, and a good save from Joe Hart, tipping it over the bar. Um A lot of us would have thought that Joe Hart wouldn't be the first-choice Burnley goalkeeper going into this season. Uh, What do you make of this selection, David?
0: Well, Paul Doyle has been vocal about his uh, appreciation of Joe Hart's uh, footballing ability, and he fully expects him to take part in the next Euro tournament. What can we say? He's had a bit of a rough time, but Paul Doyle believes in his man.
1: Well, a couple of years ago, David, I'd have made a joke about Joe Hart being head and shoulders above the rest. But I think even they've dropped him. And a Manchester United corner, the ball played into the box. And another good save from Joe Hart. It's 2-0. Is there still something for Burnley to play for in this game?
0: Absolutely not. I really don't think so. And again, I don't have a bet on this at all. I think Manchester United are going to shut up their wet market. I mean, shut up the shop. And just
1: as you say that, Jay Rodriguez cantering at pace. But it's a good bit of defending from Luke Shaw. He tracks back, puts the ball out of play. What we're lacking here, David, is a real cutting edge from Burnley. They're really struggling to get out of their own half. What can the manager do to make some changes and uh, alter this pattern of play?
0: I think the manager needs to sign at least sign at least 11 new players and I think the club possibly needs a new manager and I think the club possibly needs new owners
1: Well I don't think that's going to happen in the next 21 minutes David to be honest I we see a couple of players warming up by the uh, Burnley touchline Lawrence Middlemiss, what can you see down there, can you give us a bit of insight
3: yeah cheers Tom uh, I think uh, Doyle's you know he's doing the right thing he's going to have to change some faces because I'm pretty sure every Burnley player is desperate to come off the pitch right now I mean I don't think it's fair to expose them to more of this embarrassment uh, so doyle Doyle's changing things up and uh, I think that's glad to see it we're welcome by all those Burnley players on the pitch
1: thanks Lawrence and just as we say that Ashley Barnes attacking the United defence United looking a bit bare at the back And Barnes gets a shot away, a shot from Burnley and a corner. Something we've not seen all day, David. Is this hope for Burnley? It could well be. Nothing comes of the corner. A bit wasteful. Do you think that's the sort of opportunity that uh, Burnley really would have taken advantage of under Sean
0: Dyche? Well, there have been several fans groups calling for Sean Dyche to come back to the club. Uh, Paul Doyle has been very vocal about dismissing these groups, but there is a vocal support for Sean Dyche, and they're still chanting his name at the ground. And some of our listeners may be uh, wondering why we're referencing
1: Sean Dyche so much. When you've got a man whose surname is a mixture of Dyke and Douche, why would you not, is my answer to that. United attacking at pace now. They're in the box, they're in the Burnley area, and it's another goal. They're making it look easy out there, David.
0: They really are. I think this is a bit of a culture shock for the manager, Paul Doyle. He's known as the best manager from County Mayo in the Republic of Ireland, but it's a world away from the Premier League. And again, it's Anthony
1: Martial. You know he's the danger man. He's playing up there on his own. And I'm interested in this because Doyle singled out Tarkovsky and me as his uh, real go-to's, his stalwarts. And they've really let him down today, David. What would, would you
0: agree with that? Well, I think the manager's lost the dressing room. Admittedly, it's only been one game, but I think he's lost the dressing room and I doubt he's ever going to find it again.
1: And just as you say that, United really should have scored again. A bit wasteful in possession there in the Burnley box. Um, We're entering in the last five minutes. Uh, Lawrence, any news from the touchline? What's the manager's uh, demeanour looking like to you?
3: Well, he's got his his head in his hands and uh, to be honest with you, Tom, I don't know what to say. The fans, I mean, I'm not sure if they think they're at a rugby match because they keep on shouting that the manager is a flanker. Oh, wait, hold on. No, I've, I've, I think I've misheard that. Back to you, David and Tom.
0: Thank you, Lawrence. Thank you.
1: And It's full-time here at turfmore Um Burnley have lost their opening Premier League fixture uh, to Manchester United 3-0 under new manager Paul Doyle. Um, We'll be catching up with him after the match to get his take on proceedings. Thanks for listening.
0: We're coming to you live from Turf Moor, David Bond and Tom Giorgio with the manager, Paul Doyle. How do you feel after that one? Not the way you wanted to kickstart your tenure in the Premier League?
2: Well, I couldn't disagree more uh, with that. To be honest with you, I saw a lot of positive signs out there that demonstrate that the boys are starting to take on some of my ideas. We're trying to pass out, you know, the ball out of defence and move it quickly on the ground. I'll put it this way: these lads are used to playing a certain way. Sometimes it takes a little bit of time to do a bit of reprogramming, but there were some definite positive signs out there.
1: Um, I'm struggling to see the positive signs, Paul. United had a lot of heavy hitters out injured this week. No, Paul Pogba, £80 million man Harry Maguire not on the pitch. Don't you think you could have made more of a statement in your performance?
2: Listen, this is a top, top, top Manchester United side. I mean, they had a Brazil international in the middle of the park running the show today.
0: You mean Andreas Pereira?
2: Well, Well, yeah, of course. I mean, he's a class at that, lad, and he'll go far. And also, you know, the new boy, Dan James, you know, he's a young lad. And to be fair, he's done well. Any side, your Liverpools, your Chelsea's, your Barcelonas, your Argentinas, any of them, they had a loss to this Manchester United team today. I have no doubt that Oli Gunnar Solskjaer is going to do a fantastic job with them this season. He is the right man for the job.
0: What do you say to Oli's comments? He said he didn't know who you were before today's
2: game. <laughs> well, I'll tell you, it's all mind games from him. I mean, he clearly feels threatened over his position. And you know what? Can I shock you? I think Ollie's in over his head at United, and I think that the club will be well looking for a new manager come Christmas time. And I tell you what, will I answer that phone after the disrespect that you showed me today? Well, they can contact my agent anyway.
1: That's all well and good, Paul. That's all well and good. But I really want to talk about the performance today. The stats would suggest you are absolutely outplayed.
2: Well, I'll tell you, Tom, the, the lads, they work their socks off. I'm not asking much from the players. All I demand is that the players work hard for the badge and also don't make a single mistake all through the game. So they've managed to get some of the way there. And I'm sure with time that they'll correct those mistakes and we'll climb up the table. You know, I don't blame Joe Hart for any of the goals he's conceded today. Them three goals, they weren't his fault. And I think the defence needs to have a good, hard look at themselves today. And you know what? We had three shots, which is its a pretty good stat in our first but, game of the season.
1: None of them were on target.
2: Well, well, you know what? You, you've got to start somewhere.
1: But you were second best in every department, according to the stats.
2: Well, Tom, I think that you need to uh, go down to your Specsavers and have a look at those stats, because I'll tell you what, have a look at those 1,000 yellow cards, and we outclassed Man United today.
0: It was an unusual formation that you put out there today. In the studio, we couldn't make any sense of it. Do you think the performance was affected by that?
2: Well, I'll tell you what, David, I'm trying new things at the club that nobody's seen before. And I'm trying to get the best out of some of our more experienced players with this formation. Such as? Well, you you know, Joe Hart, for one.
1: And um, all that being said about the formation, you did revert to a typical Burnley 4-4-2 later on when things were working out too well. Have you tried to change things up too early? Do you think the squad's not ready?
2: Well, what I'll say, Tom, is that any manager will try and change things if things aren't going your way in the game. And there are certain tried and tested formations and it can sometimes bear fruit against teams like Manchester United. But, unfortunately, today won't our day.
0: Well, Paul, this result leaves you languishing in the lower echelons of the table. What are you going to do to get your team out of it?
2: We go again. we get right back on that training pitch and we sort this out. You know, I'm confident... They will bounce back in the next game and you'll see the real Burnley. You mark my words.
1: Looking forward to it, Paul. Thanks for your time.
2: All right, cheers, lads. Also, if uh, you've got any fags, I might back you.
0: You know we're not allowed to do that, Mr Doyle. Thank you for your time and good night.
1: Join us next time when we'll be with Paul Doyle's men as they take on what should be a more manageable game in Watford.